Hello, everybody. My name is Kobe Warner. This is episode 56 of Cope Lizzie. Welcome or welcome back. And all rules are out of the window today. We have a country emergency. <laughs> Yeehaw! So last night, I actually watched the Super Bowl for the very first time ever. I don't watch, like, I went to football games in, like, high school. I went to a music college. They didn't have sports or fraternities or anything remotely, like, that nature. You know what I mean? So there was, like, nothing to go see. There was nothing to go do of that. So I haven't been doing any of that for a long time. And I don't go out of my way to watch sports on television. I don't watch football. I don't watch basketball. Like, I just, (gasps) I'm back, and I spill stuff like that every single day of my life. That's what we call, in the words of Renee Rapp, ADHD. ADHD. Anyway, back to yeehaw, Beyonce. So, during the Super Bowl last night, the very first time I've ever watched a sports game full through, full the way, well, I didn't even watch it all the way through. I watched the first half, and then I watched halftime, and then I got bored, so I turned it off. And then I looked up the score and saw they went, they tied, and so I turned on the TV to watch the overtime, and then I watched the Chiefs' victory. I need some hand lotion, so y'all don't clown me for being ashy. Hold on one second. So, yeah, I got to see the Chiefs uh, win in overtime. I didn't watch the third or fourth quarter. But I learned about downs. I understand what second and six means or third and four. Like, I understand all the the stuff on the screen now. I just never bothered to ask because I never cared before. But when I was watching last night, I was like, what's really going on here? So that's besides the point, because while I'm watching this football, well, you know what's funny? After we watched uh, halftime, so I watched the first half, and then I watched halftime. After that, I was bored. I was like, Mom, do you want to watch Homecoming? So we started watching Beyonce's documentary. I knew she was at the Super Bowl, but I just thought that's because Jay-Z and Rock Nation have a partnership with the NFL now, and the halftime show, and Apple Music, and that whole shebang. So I'm just thinking like, oh, you know, Beyonce's just there, Taylor's just there, like everybody's just there. Nothing crazy is gonna happen tonight. It's a Super Bowl. It's about football. It's about Usher. Well, silly me, <laughs> because uh, my dad, after I turn off halftime, af- the halftime show, uh, Usher, by the way, was amazing, and her was a special guest. Alicia Keys, <laughs> Alicia Keys was a special guest. She was also amazing after the first note. Um, her was incredible. Um, Jermaine Dupri was there. That was funny. I was wondering, I was like, where's Candy Burris? Hello? Uh, Jermaine Dupri's here. Anybody's welcome. Um, and then who else was I going to say? Who else was there? Oh, Ludacris was there. Atlanta was represented. Ludacris was there. Um, Lil John was there. Um, that might be everybody. Is that, I, if I missed somebody, not that they're listening, but no disrespect. Sorry. But I'm like, Hey, like Atlanta was represented, but Usher's halftime show is phenomenal. He's a performer. He, I hate to compare, but he gives me like, if there's a male counterpart to Beyonce. So Usher's halftime show is fantastic. And so I turn it off. I turn on homecoming. Me and my mom are like 30 minutes into homecoming. And I see a text from my dad. He said, did you see the Beyonce commercial? I'm like, "Uh oh, I turned it off. Shouldn't have turned it off. Shit, shit. Like shouldn't have turned it off. So then I, um, I go online and I find the commercial and I watch the Verizon commercial and I'm like, oh, this is cute. Like, oh, it kind of reminded me again, not to compare, but it reminds me of that capital, um, 
that Capital One commercial that Taylor Swift did going through her eras. Except Beyonce, the only era of hers she really showcased was Lemonade, and then she like was doing the space. It was a really cute commercial. Look it up on YouTube. There's an extended version. For some reason, they didn't show the whole thing on TV. I guess they couldn't afford to pay for the whole slot because they spent eighty-five gazillion dollars probably on Beyonce. <laughs> I can't, I'm like I have Verizon. I'm afraid to see my phone bill next month. I saw a tweet that's like your phone bill is probably going to be like a thousand dollars next month to compensate for the commercial that they put in the so- Super Bowl of Beyonce. Anyway. Um, so at the end of the commercial, she says, okay, uh, or they're ready now, release the music or drop the music. They're ready now, drop the music or something like that. Um, I should have watched it again right before I taped this. But anyway, so I was like, what? And then I go on Instagram and I refresh it and she posts this teaser, the teaser where all the people like walk up and they're seeing the billboard and I'm like, oh my God. And then I refresh it again and I'll be damned if she posts the song covers. I was like, and I think it was a few minutes later that she posted song covers because like I saw the commercial and then I go on Instagram and then she posted the teaser like immediately. And then a few minutes later, I think I went back on and refreshed and she posted song covers. But anyway, I go to on Apple Music and they're not there. It's not on Apple Music. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I go on Twitter. I had to get the Twitter back to see what was going on. Um, and people told me they were on title. And I'm like, okay, well, let me go look on the title. And by the time I got title... 16 Carriages was on Apple Music, which is one of the two songs, two lead singles that she dropped yesterday for Act 2, which is going to be a country record. It seems to be untitled at this point. We also don't have a cover. Uh, by the way, the single covers for 16 Carriages and the other song, Texas Hold'em, is C-U-N-T-Y. You know what I mean, baby. They have charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. I am... Not surprised Beyonce's doing a country record. And now I'm going to sit back and I want to talk my shit. Because in 2022, when Beyonce released Renaissance, and April, I think, Break My Soul came out, and the whole the whole drop, really, the whole you know promotional thing, which there really wasn't a promotion for Renaissance, to be honest. No shade. There just wasn't. There's been more promotion for this country album already than there was for Renaissance in the early stages. Beyonce literally changed her bio to tell us when the song was coming out. And then for the country album, she does a Verizon Wireless commercial at the Super Bowl. So I'm just like, it's funny. Um, also, fun fact, Beyonce's tour, the Renaissance World Tour, ended on October 1st at the Kansas City Football Stadium, the Allegiant Wait, were they in Las Vegas last night or in Kansas City? Where was the Super Bowl at? Super Bowl 58 location. Um, Where were they? Cause they weren't, it's not like a home game, is it? It was in Vegas, right? It was in Las Vegas. Allegiant Stadium. So I don't know why we were going talking about da-da-da-da-da. Anyway, th- basically, Beyonce won in the Chiefs. Um, Beyonce won. The Chiefs won in... Their home stadium all the time, obviously, in Kansas City, and that's where her tour ended. And then it's funny that she's at the Super Bowl where she ended her tour with the team, but at a different stadium. So really, it doesn't make much sense. What I saw online, really, I'm that person probably wasn't a football fan. Well, that really doesn't have anything to to do with football. That's just geography. Anyway, so no. No relation there. But anyway, she ended her tour in Kansas City. That's where the Chiefs play. That's where they're native. And um, hey... They won the Super Bowl last night, which is another thing I predicted. I didn't really have any foundation for that other than the fact that, I've, that they've won twice or three times or no, two times in a row. Um, no, but they've won a couple of times in the past couple of years, right? They won 2020. Um, 
so i mean they're good but also i just feel like taylor swift won album of the year um and by the way at the grammys last week i predicted every single award except album of the year that's the only one i was wrong about and so taylor swift winning album of the year is like oh my gosh the Chiefs have to win the Super Bowl. It feels like there's some sort of storyline going on here or something. I'm like, it just has to complete the story arc. Like, everything has to uh, come to fruition, you know? So it did. The Chiefs won, but back to Beyonce. Actually, really quickly, Taylor Swift brought Ice Spice. That was so funny because you could just tell she was like, what is going on? She's like, grah, what's happening? <laughs> um, so Beyonce drops these two singles, 16 Carriages. That's the one I eventually find on Apple Music. I literally made a whole, I used to have title for a couple of months in like 2020, um, but I don't have that account anymore. So I like made a whole new account and they have a free tier now. So I was like trying to find the songs and they were there. So I listened to them on title, but then they were on Apple Music. I thought it was going to be a title exclusive at first. I was scared because Lemonade was at first. That was a long time ago though. Eight years now. Jeez. Um, Anyway, so they were on Apple Music at that point, and I bought them on iTunes. They finally showed up on iTunes, um, and I don't know if she's going to like chart on Billboard with country songs, but she's already topping the country charts, and she's the f she's already breaking records. By the way, she's released these songs less than 24 hours ago, and they're already broken records. She's the first black woman to ever top the Apple Music country chart, and she's the first person to ever occupy first, excuse me, not the first person, the first black woman to occupy the first two spots on the Apple Music country chart. And so those are two little records she's broken. Not little. Are you kidding me? Not little. First of all, it's crazy that no other black, there's Mickey Guyton and these other black country singers. Um, that it's crazy that nobody's done that. Not the first two, maybe, but just been on top. Like you never had a number one song on the US country chart. I just feel like black people created country music and they were pushed out of country music. Black people created house music a la renaissance and black people were pushed out of house music and black people created rock music rock and roll and then they were pushed out of rock and roll and it was more popularized by other white people with convincing hits and that leads me back to my anecdote in 2022 when renaissance came out i saw a theory online and I couldn't tell you who posted it. I know many people have regurgitated it since, but I don't know where it originated. I'm so sorry. I wish I did. But I saw a theory online, maybe Reddit, maybe Twitter, that said Beyonce is going to reclaim genres of music that black people originated but no longer are the forefront of in her three-act project. When she put out Renaissance, there was a tour book. And in the tour book, it said she recorded a three-act project over the pandemic. And Renaissance, the album, was Act 1, and it's a house album. Act 2 was said to be a country album with this theory, and then the whole time I've been buying it, I'm telling you, I told, I remember I was at a photo shoot, like, literally last year, <laughs> in, like, April of, like, 2023, I remember being at a photo shoot, sitting in a chair, and telling this girl, and she, I, I've seen her, she works on like photo shoots and commercial stylings and whatever. And I've see, worked with her on a couple different jobs. And I was telling her, I was telling her, I was like, I promise you this theory makes sense. Beyonce's going to do a three act project and it's going to be house music. It's going to be country and it's going to be rock. And I'm telling you, she looked at me like I was crazy. And I hope right now she's thinking back and she's like, Kobe was right. I've been telling everybody Beyonce's making a country record. The proof was there. The material is already materialing. Beyonce made Daddy Lessons in 2016 on Lemonade. That's a country song, you guys. She performed it at the CMA Awards with 
the chicks formerly known as the dixie chicks that's a country group you guys that's a country award show you guys now of course if you want to tell the whole story that performance was then wiped from the internet by the country music awards because of the racist backlash they received by their racist audience at the beginning of the trump era all those racist people started feeling really emboldened and have not settled down since and um not that racism was just invented when donald trump you know started campaigning for president but I will say I feel like it feels like they got a lot louder or maybe I just got older at the same time that was happening. So maybe that's the dilemma. That's just another story for another day, though. Back to the queen. When she performed at that award show, there was so much backlash that they wiped the performance from the Internet. But my point stands. It's a country song. She also has a rock song on the same album. Lemonade, baby. Have you ever heard Don't Hurt Yourself? Have you ever heard of Jack White? Did you hear Six Inch Heels? Baby, that's kind of grungy. I mean, and then if you listen to Renaissance, uh, All Up In Your Mind, that's kind of a grungy, I'm not saying it's going to be rock, 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 and maybe it's going to be rock and roll. Honestly, this country, these country singles are pretty authentic country. And that takes me back to the theory and then back to, of course, what's coming on March 29th, which is Act 2, Beyonce's second act of the three-act project she started in 2022 and recorded during the pandemic. Two singles. It's going to be a country album. We don't have a title yet. We don't have a cover, but we have two singles um, and two visualizers. And there's a lot. Sorry, there's just so much for me to say here. And there's so many points I want to make that I'm just trying not to get in my own way. <laughs> um, just that I've been saying it was going to be a country album. And I think the next album is going to be a rock album. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before. I hope I have. And I hope I can go back and find it and like have proof that I've been advocating for this three act country rock uh, excuse me, house country rock trilogy series situation. Um, but I've been telling everybody in my life, everybody that would listen that it's going to happen. They all looked at me like I was crazy when I said she was going to make a country album. And I'm like, have you not heard Daddy Lessons? Like, you guys love Lemonade. Do you guys not listen to that song? That song is always, I mean, granted, all of Lemonade is banger after banger after banger. It's all in heavy rotation. But Daddy Lessons was always one of my favorites. Always. One of my favorites, only behind like Sandcastles and Love Drought. I mean, that song, I mean, the album just is chocked full of fantastic songs. Every album she has, she's an album artist after all. And she has a new album coming out March 29th. She announced it. Anyway, at the end of the Super Bowl, she said, I think they're ready now. Drop the music and you should go watch that Super Bowl commercial, like I said. And then the music comes out. I listen to the songs. 16 Carriages and Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em is like an upbeat, hold-on, throw-down song, and 16 Carriages is a more emotional, like vocal ballad. It's beautiful, and it's country. And Texas Hold'em is country-er. It's like the hold-on, throw-down from Hannah Montana, respectfully, and in the best way. It is so, yeah, like I love it. I'm so excited for what's in store. Personally, I like country music. I grew up on country Taylor Swift, and whatever was on country radio when I was a little, little kid. And I'm from the South. And I'm like, I, 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 black people created country music. And I think that's something that I always, I don't know who told me that, but I always knew of like, my mom loves um, uh, Charlie Pride. And Charlie Pride is a black country singer. And so I feel like maybe it was by example rather than by teaching. I always knew of a black country singer. Um, so I'm like, hello. He's an old man. I, mean, I have a vinyl out there that's from a yard sale, a vintage Charlie Pride. Right? He had, he's old. You know what I mean? Like he was in country music a long time ago. And a lot, a Tracy Chapman, who just got her flowers 
A little bit. I mean, she already won a Grammy, many or a couple Grammys, many many years ago for Fast Car, actually, and maybe the debut album as well, or Best New Artist. Maybe I think she won, but she got to come back and sing the song with Luke Combs because he covered it recently. But I'm like, black people are country. Black people are in country. Black people, country, rock and roll. Black people. Sorry to clap. That was an aggressive, aggressive clap. Um, but it's black people. Next song is going to be rock and roll, I swear to God. I don't know how authentic rock and roll it's going to be, but knowing Beyonce, she's going to take it pedal to the metal. There's already been hints of a rock and roll. There's, she's doing Easter eggs. She's doing Easter eggs. She's been doing it this whole time. Nobody's paying attention. And nobody sees the vision. I'm like, you guys, she sh- shapeshifts every era. Like, why do you not think this is what's happening? <laughs> Wake up. And so I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love these songs. I, I've been... I've just told you, I've been saying Beyonce's going to make country music for years. Even so, I didn't know what it was going to sound like. And I'll tell you, I'm not disappointed. These songs are fantastic. They're beautiful. 16 Carriages is, it might be one of Beyonce's best songs ever. It's its so artful. It even mentions how much she cares about her art. It's so emotional. It's lyrical. It's real. It has it layers. Country music is about storytelling at its center. Nowadays, it's about racism, but it used to be about storytelling. And I just, Beyonce's always been an incredible storyteller. As much as people like to discredit her her songwriting and her art quality, if you're really paying attention and you're just not discrediting her just because you can or just because you want to or because you have some hateful motivations or whatever it may be, Beyonce is one of the most thoughtful artists ever. She's also one of the most talented vocalists ever. She's also one of the most talented entertainers ever. She happens to be at the top of her class in all of these departments, and you just have to swallow that pill. You have to. Pipe down. Bow down, bitches. You know what I mean? Like, sh- the cunt speaks for itself. The charisma, the uniqueness, the nerve, and the talent speak for themselves. The qualities. They speak for themselves. They speak for themselves. Stop questioning Beyonce. I'm sick of this shit. We've been doing this for, t- I'm 21 years old, and ever since I became a Beyonce fan, I've watched people question her. And they should have shut their mouth when she put out her first debut album. When she put out B-Day, they should have hushed. She recorded B-Day in two weeks. Recorded the whole album in two weeks. And not just the songs that you heard. A bunch of songs that Scott scrapped and we never saw the... They, 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 songs that never saw the light of day. I'm like, she recorded so many songs in two weeks. Beyonce is just like, uh, why don't you people get it? Why don't you people get it? A man came in my house to film some sort of uh, uh, activism, something or other, and he, he was a camera person and was here to film me talking about my life story, and it was a great experience. I don't mean that, but he came in here and had the audacity to speak ill of Beyonce, a black man, and I'm like, and he's, and I was like, do you, and, and you know what I just said, if you pay attention, you know she's talented. I was like, well, have you even seen her performances or seen her movies? He's like, he can't, she can't sing, she can't act, and I was like, have you seen any of these? He's like, oh, I've seen it all. I've seen every movie. I've seen every performance. And I was like, ugh, I just know you're a liar. <laughs> and I saw this video on TikTok the other day where this, I, I hate to say, I don't know who this man was, but this very attractive football player 
was talking about how he went to a Beyonce concert and it inspired him. And the men he was talking to laughed when he said that. And he continued to make his point. But what was funny? What was it? That a man was inspired by a woman? If you went to a Beyonce show and you stood there flat foot and watched that woman perform, which I've had the privilege to do two times in my life and will continue, I will never miss another tour. God, God willing, I'll never miss another tour. I started going to see Beyonce on, on the run too. I saw Beyonce and Jay-Z and then I saw the Renaissance tour. Um, I just, I never want to miss an, another Beyonce tour. When I didn't get to see Formation, it gutted me. It, it made my heart break. And then I was counting on that damn DVD and then she's going to release TV shirts, TV shirts, T-shirts talking about, um, talking about uh, where's the Formation DVD. She made me so mad. I'm like, I didn't get to go to Formation. And I just... I will never miss another tour just because you never know. You like I'm like I thought there was gonna be a Renaissance live album from the movie and that didn't happen. She just announced a country album. What happened to the live album? Is the movie not gonna be on streaming or, or are we not gonna be able to buy a, DV, a DVD or, a, or or off of iTunes or you know what I mean? Like Beyonce, I'm excited for the country album. What happened to the Renaissance movie? You just let that movie go out of theaters and just forgot about it. The, uh, yeah, I can't. I want to watch it again. You know what I mean, Beyonce? Like, I'm telling you, I, I, you can call me a delusional stan if you want to. I have sensibility. I have sense. I have pride. I have dignity. But it's Beyonce. And if you guys understood how lucky we are to witness Beyonce in real time, you would get it. If Beyonce was a man, she would be Michael Jackson. And I don't mean to compare the performance skills or the singing ability because they're both individually talented, unprecedentedly so. Is that a word? Uh, very much so on both parts, but they are different artists. But I'm just saying, Michael Jackson is the most famous person to have ever lived. And Beyonce is incredibly famous. Her mystique, her mystery is undeniable. Everybody knows who she is. But Michael Jackson was famous for his art. And Beyonce, I feel like her name is more famous than her talent because to this day, people say she's overrated and discredit her. But then they'll, in the same breath, say she can't sing or can't perform. Well, she was overrated. Wouldn't you know how fantastic she is? If she was overrated, this would have been shoved in your face. And clearly nobody sat you down and given you the come to Jesus you deserve with Beyonce. I mean, listen to any song. The single ladies... Listen to the layers of the vocals. I mean, you can turn on any radio hit in the deepest cut, and the vocals are immaculate. The songwriting, well, maybe not the deepest cut for this in terms of songwriting being incredible, but I'm like, the songwriting, her songwriting is incredibly consistent. The team of people she works with are amazing. There's nothing wrong with working with songwriters that does not deny the fact that Beyonce is a songwriter, that she wrote many of Destiny's Child's songs and uh, their number one hits by herself. It doesn't deny her producing ability just because she works with people. It doesn't deny her and her team's ability to write and produce just because they sample. Use your brain. And, and like, I just, I, that's the only person I'll get on. I, this, I, the, I, stam culture is toxic to me. It's weird, but it's Beyonce. Like, I just don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. Like, open your eyes. Just look and see. 
literally the man by taylor swift i'm so sick of running as fast as i can and wondering if i get there quicker if i was a man beyonce is the most awarded person in the history of the grammys and she should have won album of the year three times and never has How do you consistently make the most genre-pushing, earth-influencing, awe-inspiring, gut-wrenching, you know, heart-bleeding work? And win best urban contemporary album and best dance or whatever. I'm not saying a Grammy's not a Grammy. A Grammy's a Grammy. I don't have any. I don't take any Grammy. You give me recording Academy. Hear me when I say, but Beyonce, she makes albums like nobody else. And yet her album doesn't get recognized. She makes albums like nobody else does. Like nobody else is making right now and does not get that recognition. I don't understand that. I, I just, I simply, I just don't understand that. And so back to the Super Bowl, it was just crazy to see her announce an album in a Super Bowl commercial for Verizon Wireless. Also, it was crazy to watch her be in a commercial for a minute and a half and like talk. The only time I ever see her talk is like on stage, or like when I've seen her in concert and she speaks to us, or like when I watch her documentaries and she speaks. But like she doesn't speak to the general public, like ever, and she hasn't for like a decade. And so to see her get in a commercial and like say things and look beautiful, by the way, every look was amazing. You could tell they spent like every penny they had on that commercial. Like I said, I'm scared for my Verizon wireless bill next month. Um, Beyonce, man, Beyonce is Beyonce, and that's why I'm saying like, say the word. They named her Beyonce, and they said, from birth, she was christened, you will be a star. Beyonce. Are you Beyonce? Beyonce Giselle Knowles. Beyonce. Like, I just, like, people are going to clip this podcast of me one day and be like, this person is wild, is crazy, is obsessed. You're right. And what about it? Argue with your mama. Call her. I am. I love you, Beyonce. And there's nobody like you. I'm so excited for your country record. I'm hoping all the girls will get with it. Like, country music is good if you know where to look. Every genre has good music. All of any genre is not good. That's a blanket statement. Any genre has good music. All All of every genre is not great. Every genre has a good song, though. Every genre has a couple good songs. Every genre has some good albums. Every single one. You know? Like, that's obvious. I'm just, I feel like some people are too, like, blanket. Like, oh, I don't listen to country music. Why? You don't like stories? You don't like to feel? Because if you look and you listen, you can find some incredible country music. And that's my segue. Casey Musgraves. Another, I mean, Casey Musgraves is kind of like my secret fave. I am obsessed with her. Every single album she's ever put out, I know, top to bottom. I love her music. I love her music. I love her music. She started, her first two albums are very country. And then Golden Hour is her third album. That's the one that won Album of the Year at the Grammys. And she won a couple other Grammys that year. It's more country pop. And then she has her fourth album, which is... I'm just saying you're talking about how I listen to every album, but I don't remember the name. It's like the one with Breadwinner and Justify. Breadwinner. It's the one about her divorce, but what's it called? Casey. That's her fourth album. Anyway, she just announced her next album that's coming out the same day as Taylor Swift's The Torture of Poets Department. Um, oh, the album's called Deeper Well. 
and that's the name of the first single. That was that was going to be the song of the week until Beyonce threw a wrench in my plans. And it's so funny that I turned off the Super Bowl to watch Homecoming and then Beyonce announces songs. <laughs> like, I manifested that shit. Thank you. And Beyonce sitting at the Super Bowl drinking a bottle of water, rocking back and forth with her blonde hair. I swear to God, a lot of people were saying she looked like Trisha Paytas at the Super Bowl with that blonde hair she was wearing. But I think she was referencing Dolly Parton. I saw a picture online and she had this Dolly hair that Dolly Parton was wore exactly when she was young. There's this picture of Dolly Parton a long time ago when she was really young, black and white. And Beyonce was wearing the exact same hair that, Beyon uh, that Dolly was wearing last night at the Super Bowl. Anyway, her crazy ass rocking back and forth, drinking water, knowing damn well she's about to world stop, carry on, top two and I ain't number two moment. Um, you know, announcing a song after a Verizon commercial in a Verizon wireless commercial, Verizon one, two, three. Hello, Verizon wireless. Like what? I've I lived for shenanigans like this. It's so interesting. It keeps you on your toes. I, I was just watching the Super Bowl. Like I really don't do that ever. I was really into the Grammys last week. It's a music event. So I really was keeping up with it. I was taking notes during the ceremony, trying to prepare for my podcast episode. Like I was taking the Grammys very seriously serious but i was just watching the super bowl last night for fun oh by the way reba sang the national anthem she sounded great andrew day sang something i forget but she was good and the people that sang with her were beautiful and sounded amazing um post malone sang america the beautiful i think he sounded awesome i didn't realize he's like sang that much like i thought he was like a rapper what happened to that i didn't realize he like sang like, sang, 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 you know, like, on a hot mic without autotune, <laughs> sang, 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 um, and then, who else was there, there was one more person, oh, Usher, the halftime performance, but anyway, they opened the show, I was just watching the Super Bowl, like, I didn't think it was gonna be anything crazy, I didn't even realize Beyonce was gonna be there, like, I know Jay-Z's partnership with Rock Nation and the halftime show and all that, da 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 da, -da. But I didn't realize she was going to make an appearance. And baby, when she did, and when she posted those pictures of her looks on her website, I was like, oh, she looks good. And I didn't mean looks. I meant her look. It was the custom Dolce & Gabbana. Um, she looked amazing. And little did I know she's about to be in a commercial and stop the world with the album. World Stop Carry On. Verizon tweeted yesterday morning talking about, like, you don't even, you're not even ready for what's about to come or something of that nature. And baby, they weren't ready. I mean... I wasn't. They were right. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Like, I just, like, he wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. What's the, what meme is that? Sometimes I, you just remember stuff and you're like, what is even, what is that from? Is that like a vine or something? I don't even remember you guys. That's funny. Anyway, yeah, Beyonce, what the fuck? Casey Musgraves, Deeper Well, the single from her new album coming out on the same day as Taylor Swift's album, which is what day? April, April, Oh, Mar no, April 19th, something like that. I don't remember. It doesn't say on there. But Deeper Well is the title track. It's also the first single. Like I just said, uh, that song's incredible. It was going to be the song a week until Beyonce threw a wrench in the plans. Deeper Well, I have to talk about it, though. Casey Musgraves, the songwriter that you are, her pen is lethal. The songs, every song that she, every time I play a Casey Musgraves song, I don't know what it's going to sound like. I don't know what she's going to talk about, but I know that the songwriting is going to be amazing. The vocals are going to be clean and that I'm going to like it. She's one of those artists. It's track for track for me. And I love country music when it's good and when it's women usually and or like Keith Urban <laughs> or like Rascal Flatts, but uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Pride. Um, but yeah, I just Dolly Parton. 
Uh, Casey Musgraves is amazing in Deeper Well. I mean, it's just my Saturn has returned. I guess I should talk about the lyrics of Deeper Well and the Beyonce songs. I'll start with Deeper Well and then I'll cycle back. To Beyonce, Casey Musgraves starts, my Saturn has returned. When I turn 27, 27, why can I talk? I always say I can't talk and it's every day, bro. <laughs> what a reference. Every day, bro. Um, when I turned, I started watching football and now I'm referencing Logan, Jake, Paul, whichever one. When I turned 27, I need to go back to speech therapy. Like, I took speech therapy when I was a kid. It worked and then it stopped working. I need to go back. When I turned 27, everything started to change. Took a long time, but I learned there's two kinds of people. One is a giver and one's always trying to take. All they can take. So I'm saying goodbye to the people that I feel are real good at wasting my time. No regrets, baby. I just think that maybe you'll go your own way and I'll go mine. It's been a real good time. I'm making a melody up. But you got dark energy, something I can't unsee. Really making it up now. Um, and I've got to take care of myself. I found a deeper well. <laughs> You really should listen to the song. I don't know why. Whenever I turn this camera and this mic on, I forget the melody to all the songs that I love. But I've just been listening to that song over and over since it came out. Um, it's beautiful. And it's a country week. All three songs of the week are Yeehaw, Beyonce, Beyonce, and Casey Musgraves. And they took this C-U-N-T-Y picture at the Grammys. Baby, I think Casey might have a little feature on the country album manifesting the hell out of that because like beyonce took pictures with everybody but the picture she took the excuse me the picture she took with casey musgraves was specifically fierce like she was casey musgraves had her hand on her hip and you know she looks like Cher, and she always be serving that middle part and that black bust down and then beyonce was standing behind her with her white platinum blonde hair so it's like black and white hair but the black hair is on the white girl and the white hair is on the black lady and she got her hand on casey's shoulder gorgeous giving and her nails were so cute and you could see them obviously hand on shoulder um it was just a gorgeous photo and i was like this picture is particularly fierce so maybe it's giving collaboration <laughs> maybe it's giving um i don't know some sort of reference maybe she's gonna be an ivy park drop <laughs> like the photo shoot or something um so yeah i beyonce putting out an album Usher was great. He also put out an album with his halftime show that I haven't heard yet. I might listen to that this week. I'll mention it next week if I do. Um, I explained the house country rock theory, how I've been maintaining that that's going to be the case since 2022. And I'll be damned if it took two years, but I have been vindicated. And if it takes two more years to see if the next one's rock, I will wait and I will be vindicated. And you might see this clip again in the future for that reason. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and also the Super Bowl 58 was my very first time ever watching a Super Bowl all the way through, and I predicted the Chiefs were going to win, and then they did in overtime, like it was a movie, it was crazy, Taylor Swift, Ice Spice, Blake Lively, the stars were aligning, everybody was there, the Kardashians were there, Lena Waithe was there with Cynthia Erivo, and at the same time liking my Instagram comments on her Instagram post, which is iconic, keep liking them, Lena, thank you, and cast me in a project, thank you, <laughs> um, Oh my God, literally like last night I stayed up watching the Super Bowl and it was on until almost 11, 11.30 midnight. It was crazy. It was so late. I don't know what time exactly. Uh, but then I had to wake up this morning. I had It's Monday morning. I had work I, I had to do. I had an audition <laughs> I had to do. I had to yeah, make a resume. I had to send out some other things. I had to send them e emails. I had to edit this article that I have coming out soon. 
hey. And I there was just a lot going on. I was like, oh my God, Beyonce put out songs last night. I have to take the podcast. I have to talk about this. I have to edit it. I have to make the TikTok. Like, wow, it's a busy day. But it's just like, this Monday is stacked. It's full. I am blessed. And I'm so happy I live at the same time as Beyonce. To witness this in real time and not have to learn about it as some sort of history lesson. The mystique of Beyonce, you know, to watch it happen. Who's an icon in real time? Very few people. Most people don't get the real appreciation they deserve until after they pass. Few people get their flowers when they deserve them. And so young. We have regarded Beyonce so highly for a very long time. And she is only 42? 41? 42. Beyonce. By the way, in 16 characters, there's a reference where Beyonce references 38 summers. Um, and she's 42 right now. That means she recorded that song four, maybe four and a half years ago. So 2019, 2020, which means she was recording these projects, you know, Renaissance and Act 2 and Act 3, whatever it may be when it comes out, really all at the same time. It's like, it seems like she was doing all this research and all of these references and all of this, you know, at the same time. 38 summers, Beyonce? It's like, wow, I'm happy she didn't change that lyric to 42 or something and update it. I'm happy she let us realize that, baby, she's seasoned. And she told us in that tour book that I didn't have, but I saw pictures of, that 38 summers. Um, that she recorded a three-act project in the pandemic, but I didn't realize she meant it all at the same time. Like, I don't know. I'm just so excited to see. Like, I, that rock album is definitely happening, by the way, you guys. You heard it here first. Like, she's been referencing this Betty Black tour, and Black Betty is, like, a rock and roll song that has, it's racist, really, and so she's flipped the words around as Black Betty, and she's, like, or maybe Betty Black. Betty Black is how she's doing it, I think. And I think that maybe what the tour is going to be called is an album. I don't know. I think all the albums might be one word, though, so Betty Black might not be the title of the rock album, but I think it's going to have something to do with it. Um... So yeah, and believe it or not, there's more about Beyonce to say in this next part. You might want to be watching the video. Just a brief intermission to get a spritz of some of that Say Noir. Beyonce announced her hair product, Sacred. Say Noir, Sacred. I guess she's doing the Say thing for all of her brands. Um, got my mouth. Kind of tastes good. <laughs> tastes like Beyonce. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I hung out with my friend Renee yesterday and it was February 11th. Today's February 12th, but we were just now giving each other our Christmas gifts for each other. And I gave her this like bath basket, which I, um, made, but she bought me a vinyl and she told me, she called me and she was like, Hey, do you want a vinyl? Da, 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 da. And so it, you should be watching the video now. She got me Troy Savon's something to give each other vinyl. And I don't have a record player yet. And I do have a couple, I have like a, half a dozen vinyls from a yard sale that my mom got me but these are my first new vinyls so she got me this something to give each other vinyl which I was expecting and I was very excited for but I was expecting it and then she surprised me with Beyonce's homecoming four disc vinyl and photo booklet set and Renee gives this to me at like four o'clock, I go home and not three hours later, four hours later, Beyonce's announcing an album. Are you serious? Like, be for real. <laughs> and so um, I love Homecoming and I don't have the CD. I wanted to get the CD, but I'm so excited to have the vinyl. And so uh, I'm just going to pull this out and show you some of the pictures that are included just with this. 
Um, so now this has turned into unboxing. It's a YouTube video, but like this is, I gotta pull out the camera. This is like opening look and that. Um, this is, oh, gotta be careful. I collect CDs. They're kind of more durable than vinyl. Like I'm not used to being so careful. The lights are glaring on these pictures so bad. Um, that's the pink look. And these pictures look so amazing. The camera is not doing them justice. Um, I might have to make a YouTube video and include this vinyl. Or maybe like when I make like a video, I'm, I'm going to make a full YouTube video about my vinyl and CD collection, I think. And I'll talk about this in full. And when I'm filming it on a good camera, you'll be able to see it. But yeah, just a quick look at this photo booklet. Like there's, oh gosh, this is hard. There's some beautiful pictures and hairstyles situations going on in here so Renee thank you so much for this I just had to talk about the fact that she surprised me with this homecoming vinyl literally so thoughtful I love Beyonce so much and homecoming is kind of like the best of all of it you know because it's a compilation her most iconic performance ever Coachella and then obviously an incredible movie and documentary and an incredible live album, which I wish she would give us the same with Renaissance. The live album, please, Beyonce. I'm excited for the country album, but you already have all those live tracks mastered because you had to do it for the movie. So why not just put it on the album, Beyonce? Do you know what I, I mean? Just put it on streaming services as quickly as you did these country. You know what I mean? Like you've mastered it all. I know you did. Oh, by the way, I was looking deep in the credits of her new country songs, and they were mastered by a master artist, master uh, mastering engineer. I'm acting like I don't make music. I know the terms. Mastered by a mastering engineer uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. I thought that was awesome. So Atlanta was a part of it a little bit. Los Angeles, LA, Houston. Um, hey. <laughs> so listen to Texas Hold'em by Beyonce her new upbeat country song and her more emotional ballad if that's what you're into and also one of her best songs ever 16 carriages two new singles lead singles from her upcoming country album which is going untitled at the moment it remains untitled for this time being for the moment unseen like why can't i talk that shit aggravates me so yeah i'm like beyonce literally took over the super bowl and she didn't even do nothing she, she, she released, they released a commercial she filmed probably two months ago, three months ago, longer. And she put out two songs that she recorded five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. And she's sitting there drinking a bottle of water. I'm like, she's like, what are y'all tripping about? Like, what's, what's crazy? <laughs> I'm telling you, an unserious woman. I love her very, very much. Beyonce, the icon and legend that you are. Chiefs. Congratulations on your second Super Bowl win in a row. If they win three times in a row next year, you guys, they will be legends and also record setters. That's never happened before. They will break. They will set a precedent. They will yeah, break a record. What is it called in sports? I don't know, but I'm going to learn because I might actually watch football now. It seems kind of interesting. The only sport before now or like before last night's football game that I've ever found remotely interesting is basketball. And I also like tennis women's tennis like Serena Williams and Coco Goff and um and Naomi Osaka all those girls so uh, yeah homecoming something to give each other the Super Bowl Beyonce's country record 16 carriages Texas Hold'em Deeper Well by Casey Musgraves 
this was everything I talked about, right? Yeah, the Super Bowl was crazy. Like, I just don't even, like, I don't even know what, what happened for real. Like I said, I didn't even, like, watch, like, the second half. But then it was just, like, a whirlwind after that. Just Beyonce. And I was like, Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. Are you happy to be in Paris? <laughs> Drums. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's everything I want to talk about. I don't have anything else on my notes. I started rewatching Drag Race recently from, like, the very, very beginning. So I'm on season one. Like, I'm a couple episodes in. I'm just mentioning that. I'm still watching Dance Moms. But I'm really running through that. I'm almost on season five. Like, I'm going to be done before I know it. Uh, and I'm working and auditioning and doing what I do, you know, and making music. So I might not be putting out an album like everybody else this year, but I am putting out a single. Oh, that's something I want to talk about. Everybody in a mama, I'm putting out singles is what I meant. I'm not announcing a new song right now. I'm just saying I have singles coming out soon. So don't worry. And in the meantime, listen to Honest and Games. Those just came out like two months ago, like to the day. It's February 12th. Those came out on December 12th. Two months. Not old yet. Go listen to Honest and Games by Cole Blizzy. K-O-B-L-I-Z-Z-Y. <laughs> Um, anyway, what I did want to mention is that everybody and their mother is putting out an album in 2024. So I guess we're being fed, especially the gays. A lot of gay favorites here. Um, Tori Kelly is putting out a deluxe version of her EP, Tori, which already has a deluxe EP. But now she's making the deluxe EP an album called Tori. And I'm very excited. Love Tori Kelly. She put out a single called High Road. High Roads, maybe. But I think it's High Road this week. In support of that album, it goes along with Cut, which was one of my top songs of 2023. As well as Shelter and Alive If I Die. And the song with John Bellion. And another song that I can't remember right now. Um, so she's putting out an album, Tori. Beyonce is putting out an album, as I've mentioned. Taylor Swift, the Torture Poets Department. Ariana Grande is putting out Eternal Sunshine. Casey Musgrave is putting out Deeper Well. I mentioned that. Lana Del Rey is putting out a country record. SZA is supposed to be putting out Lana. Apparently Lady Gaga is putting out an album. She's been teasing music recently. Katy Perry is putting out an album. Dua Lipa is putting out an album. She has Houdini, the lead single, already out in training season. She performed on the Grammys last week, and it's coming out very soon, officially. Um, that's up from her upcoming album. Uh, Lauren Jirogi, uh from Fifth Harmony, Normani from Fifth Harmony, are both supposed to be putting out solo albums this year. Flow, which is the three-girl group from the UK that I've talked about many times on this podcast. Um, not My Job, Insecure, Not My... Um, um, th- uh, three of Us... Uh, I'm really bad at remembering stuff on the fly. I'm coming to know, coming to realize. Um, who else putting out an album? That's it on this list. But anyway, lots of people. I'm like, can you even deal? <laughs> can you even believe that? Lots of music this year. So we're being fed. It is the year of the renaissance of pop music, maybe. Let's get it going. Let's wake it up. Let's shake it up, you guys. Um, so I don't know what else is to be said. That's just what happened. I really only talked about yesterday, but it was just like a whirlwind. It was crazy. And I'm really excited for Beyonce's country record. And I would do anything for her. I don't know how many Beyonce... I don't know how many Beyonce's. I don't know how many episodes of Coblizzy have been solely dedicated or almost solely dedicated to Beyonce at this point. This might be the 10th. Um, maybe a couple less than that. But I, I love that woman. I will never not shout it from the rooftops. More people should give her her flowers. And they should do it while she's here while she's young, while she's giving us everything she's got, you know, not when she's, you know, on the other side of that and looking back at all of her fond memories. And everybody's like, oh, wow, she was amazing. Wait, we weren't really putting respect on her name. Like, I understand she's the most a Grammy awarded artist ever. I, I understand she's the most, 
Like, I understand she's the most Grammy Award artist ever, but you guys were so mad at Jay-Z for saying she should have won Album of the Year at some point. So that obviously shows that you don't understand how legendary she is, because she should have, and he was right. Um, so yeah, that's Koblizzi, also known as the Beyonce podcast, but really, we're a pop culture podcast that talks about music and movies every single Tuesday, and I hope you enjoyed episode 56. I will be right here at the same time on Tuesday next week for episode 57 of Koblizzi Topic TBD. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, please like it, please comment. Please show me a little love. If you're watching on Spotify or Apple Music, or I mean, Apple Podcasts, any of those platforms, YouTube Music or Podcast or whatever they're doing now, they're getting rid of Google Podcasts. Just follow the podcast or rate it if you can. Give me some stars and it better be five. Perfect score, baby. It would be a 10, preferably, but if five is the only option, then five is what five will have to do. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Koblizzi, on TikTok at Koblizzi. Go to my website, the brand new Koblizzi.com. That's www.koblizzy.com. It's brand new. It showcases my entire portfolio, this podcast, as well as my music, all of my original music available for streaming and for purchase, and my business email where you can contact me, a contact form. So that was this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you, like I said, here at the same time next week for episode 57 of Koblizzi. And in the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic week. Bye.